It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Full time at Pataudry, Aberdeen nil, Celtic 4. Booze from the remaining Dons fans left at full time after an utterly dominant display from Celtic this afternoon. Odson Edward had them 1 0 up after 10 minutes, picking up the ball from James Forrest, who drove into the box, beat the defence, and fired it into the back of the net. Jeremy Frimpong scored his first Celtic goal five minutes later, sliding the ball in after Edward crossed to him. James Forrest then made it 3 0, a brilliantly worked team effort. So many players involved with Forrest one finally slotting it into the back of the net. Mohamed Ilianusi had Celtic 4-0 up before the break. He chested the ball down and volleyed in from Tom Rogic's cross. Celtic continued to dominate in the second cha- half, had plenty of chances but couldn't add to that scoreline. Austin Edward put a free kick over the bar. Ilianusi fired past the post. Edward's free kick was then turned past by Joe Lewis before Aberdeen's first and only real chance of the game, Greg Lee heading over the bar. Jeremy Fringpong then should have scored another, but he put it over the bar, and Tom Rogic also fired well over. Edward Frimpong, Forrest and Ilianusi with the goals. Celtic's heaviest win at Pataudry since back in 2008. Full-time it finished, Aberdeen nil, Celtic 4. Rangers 2, Motherwell 1, the full-time score, and what a week for Philip Hellander, who, after a great display midweek against Porto, scored here to complete a turnaround and give Rangers all three points. Well, Chris Long had the first chance of the game for Motherwell after a poor clearance from Connor Colton, but he fired over the bar. Barker hit one high and wide for Rangers before they gave up the lead. Motherwell had been giving Rangers no space in midfield at all. They won the ball, and it ended up with Devontae Cole. He had his back to goal in the box, but a great turn and a low strike. Too powerful for Alan McGregor and that was 1-0. Referee Andrew Dallas then turned down two penalty claims from Rangers players for handball before he gave one. James Tavernier going down under the challenge of Liam Polworth. He wasn't happy about the award, but Dallas not interested in his protest. James Tavernier stepped up to take, but it hit off the goalkeeper's right-hand post and rebounded out his third miss from the spot this season. And the home side were getting a bit edgy at that point, but nerves were calmed just before the break when Stephen Davis hit a shot from the edge of the box. It was too hard for Mark Gillespie to catch, and he panned it into the path of Jermaine Defoe. It was on hand to slot it home for his 10th league goal of the season. Liam Donnelly felt that he was fouled by Jermaine Defoe in the build-up, but Andrew Dallas didn't give anything for that. Rangers started the better side after the break, but chances were few and far between. Aribo and Hellander both putting efforts wide. James Tavernier also had a volley in the box saved by Gillespie at the near post but with 10 minutes left to play Rangers got their winner James Tavernier with the corner Philip Hellander attacking the ball and heading into the corner of the net for 2-1 Alex Ray Stephen Gerrard had said recently that he wanted to see his Rangers team be able to win ugly and that's exactly what they did here today yeah without doubt they had to grind it out you have to give Motherwell plenty of credit they were very well organised very effective on the counter attack and it's a set play that's actually decided the game a lovely delivery by Tavernier glancing ahead by Helander but they showed a lot of character today Rangers they, co- they continued to try and chase that winner and when they got it in the end you know there was a sense of relief around here with the 50,000 fans because for me if they'd have dropped any points today it would have been a massive uh, kind of setback for them I know it's early in the season but they showed real character to win ugly today the Ibrox side back on level points with Celtic at the top of the table. The full-time score from Ibrox, Rangers 2, Motherwell 1. Come on then, Rangers fans, Motherwell fans, what did you make of that? 0141 951 1025. We're still looking back on Celtic's impressive win at Pataudry as well. And the open line is coming next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon DL and Alex Ray here to take your calls between now and 6 o'clock after yet another dramatic day in Scottish football the early kickoff finished Aberdeen nil Celtic 4 Celtic scoring 4 goals in the first half to blow Derek McInnes's side away it was then over to Rangers how could they respond and they did so maybe not a vintage performance they were 1-0 down when Devante Cole scored Early on, Tavernier missed a penalty, but they equalised through Jermaine Defoe before the break. And then Philippe Hillander, what a week he's had. He popped up with the winner, and all three points go to Rangers, which leaves both sides level on points at the top. Celtic with a superior goal record. They lead the way going into the next round of fixtures, Hugh Evans. And there is an element of uh, fairness about that, given the way that Celtic approached their business today, the way they scored goals at will uh, in the first half. If not the second So 
on with now Celtic at home to St Mirren Rangers away to Ross County in midweek You would say Both should be assured of victory But that's why banana skins exist It's 01419511025 Let's hear from you Especially you Rangers fans Because we've not heard from you yet The game's just finished Celtic fans keep your reaction coming To that game at Pataudry as well Alex Ray Did you give us your Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Man of the match for Mybrooks? Yeah, for me it was uh, Borna Barisic uh, Stephen Davis got it at the ground He was uh, immense in the middle of the party He was a driving force But I thought Barisic Every time he got the ball gone He was trying to drive forward Trying to make things happen And defensively he was very sound today as well um, what, what about the overall picture Alex? It's going to be that the same old um, debate you always have Is it is it good to, to win ugly? Is that what champions do? Win when you're not at your best? Or is it a, a worrying sign of what might you know lie, lie down the line? For me, Gordon, it's about winning games. Uh, Ibrox in the last two games have scored 10 goals, been impressive. Steamrolled, but you have to give Motherwell credit. The way they set up today, the way they pressed Rangers from start to finish was really impressive. And uh, when Holanda got the goal, they changed. They took one of the back uh, five off. Uh, I think it was Mugabe. He took him off and uh, he threw another body on. Uh, and, they, and they tried to go and get the equaliser. So in terms of game plans, you have to give Stephen Robinson plenty of credit. His boys fought for every ball. And it was one of the games that Rangers just didn't really create anything. I can't really... Gillespie save from uh, Tavernier when he chopped inside and got shot. But in the main, he wasn't really troubled throughout. And, uh, you know, it is a massive three points, even though the performance wasn't great. Yeah, I said that earlier, Gordon. It's all about just winning the game, especially after Celtic have picked up three points, put a bit of pressure on you. And also the fact that everybody's expecting Rangers to win. Uh, Ibrox mm. against Marlow, who had a poor result against Aberdeen last week. But uh, all credit to Motherwell. I'm sure that Marlow manager will be a bit disappointed. A point would have been great. But you've got to win games to keep your title challenge going. And that's what's happened to Rangers. And it's on to Wednesday now. Ross County will be difficult. Celtic at home to St Mirren. I'll just be like that game to game. Gary and Blair Dardy's first up today. What did you make of that performance at Ibrox, Gary? Oh, it was very hard. Uh, hard 90 minutes after a great result on Thursday in Porto. But uh, Motherwell's time wasting is absolutely pathetic today, to be honest with you. Uh, just my point is, they put five minutes injury time. Now, the full five minutes was due to Motherwell uh, time wasting. Then it goes 2-1. Then Motherwell's charged the Alamo. So I think it's about time maybe where team is time wasting. A minute, say a minute. They have, they have been time wasting. Why should they get a chance to equalise? Well, That's the, basically my point today. Well, the, the other way to look at it is that if the five minutes are added on, then the team who have time wasted and caused the five minutes to be added on are running the risk of losing a goal in the minutes added on. So it's a double-edged well, sword. Yeah, you don't know you're going to fall behind, Gary. No, the point being is Rangers went two man up, which was well deserved. So why should we be penalised for going to get the second goal, which the football's all about, scoring goals, then for Motherwell to have five minutes, when always not going to know, it'll be a long ball, corner kicks. So it seems that they are time-wasting the whole game. Yeah, but, Give but, them a minute. But Gary, that, Gary, that's the point. Motherwell don't know that Philip Hollander's going to equalise, is going to going to win. So if it's one each, and you've then got the five minutes to, to get the result... So, See if it's one each, then, yeah, I know it's, I'm saying still have the five minutes then. The Rangers shouldn't be getting penalised for going and then making their 2-1 up. You're not being penalised. It's the same opportunity which exists for both sides. Uh, Rangers have the opportunity in those five minutes added on to extend their lead. Uh, so you're not being penalised. Well, uh, let's get the view from Al. Alex was there. Was it yeah. was it embarrassing as, as Gary accuses? I, I don't have any uh, issues with teams trying to uh, waste time. I have a bigger issue with the referee managing that, Gordon. Andrew Dallas had a bit of a nightmare here today. And if he had nipped that in the bud earlier and then post, maybe book someone at some stage through it, because they, do, they did do it. And, and I've done it myself in games where you're trying to manage it out, you're trying to slow it down, you're trying to get agitate the crowd. That's all fair play mm. in, in love and war. However, Andrew Dallas has to manage the situation so much better, Gordon. I mean, it's clubs week in, week out are going to Celtic Park and Rangers and Ibrox and getting battered because these teams have got much more money and yeah. much better players. Surely they're allowed to do what they have to do within certain limits, Hugh, to, to try and get something out of the game. Have we yeah. become that sensitive about this stuff? Uh, Celtic and Rangers supporters, when things don't go to their liking, uh, they come up with all manner of 
excuses. You remember the the Livingston game, the the great call we had from uh, a gentleman who said that Livingston had spoiled the game with their tactics. Well, quite how you spoil the game when you score two goals and Celtic can't get any. Uh, I'm not sure at all. So for me, this is all just bleating about nothing because Celtic and Rangers should have been uh, more capable of. Uh, looking after themselves What about in a more positive sense Gary What pleased you about the Rangers performance today? Yeah, Bernard Barisic again left, uh, Absolutely come on had a cracking game again So he did Absolutely fantastic to see uh, Maybe time for Tav as well To take a wee sidestep from the penalties But apart from that It's a good hard three points After Porto on Thursday So aye, all good Alex Ray What about this um the rejuvenated Borna Barisic because yeah. he looked he looked possibly done and dusted at Ibrox. Um, but a lot of people knew there was probably a, well there was a player in there because of his exploits yeah. with the international side. Um, but since that Saint Mirren free kick, he's looked completely different, hasn't he? Without a shadow of doubt, Gordon. When he first uh, arrived, I thought there's a right player in their hands, and and then for some reason he seemed to be struggling for confidence. But you're at, I think it was a Saint Mirren from Saint Mirren on and from there. He has continued to grow from strength to strength. Uh, it was immense today. He was absolutely brilliant, Gordon. He was up and down the flank. He's a driving force. His delivery. Uh, he, he's actually looking the player that Stephen Gerrard identified when he was at Osiak. Uh, uh, what was the name? Yeah, Osiak. Osiak. Yeah. Osiak. Yeah. So, yeah. So that you know, you look at um, you look at all that. He looks the international quality of Croatia. You know, because if you didn't back maybe two months ago, you're saying, how's this guy playing for Croatia? And struggling in uh, you know Premier League standard, but his his performances are growing and growing in stature, and he's actually becoming an integral part because the fullbacks at Rangers are key to how they do within games because they play with the three narrow up front. You know they come in off the line, which allows the the, the, the fullbacks to charge up and get good delivery, and uh, he has it in abundance. Uh, what about the other point that, that Gary sort of left us with there was yep. that he thinks it's possibly time for James Tavernier to step aside from penalties. I think it's yeah. three missed this season. Yeah, well, Gordon, it's a very valid point. You know, it may be a case of taking it off him. He's going through a little bit of a difficult time. Uh, but in, in saying that, he's delivery to Hollander for the for the winning goal. So, you know, at least he's still trying to contribute. And he is contributing because that's another assist. Uh, he bombs up and down this flank. You know, he's just had a tough time the last few weeks. And it may be a case of taking him off the penalties, give someone else that responsibility. And then maybe somewhere down the line, he starts to, uh, you know, take them again. Some... Times you hear when the, the James Tavernier debate. How long's that been going on? By the way, I feel like we just debate this guy all the time because uh, he seems to split the Rangers fans. He missed a penalty today, mm-hmm. and he set up a goal. So which will be given more focus? Because those who like to defend Tavernier say people focus on what he doesn't do rather than what he does do. Miss a penalty all day long. I think there's a lot of supporters. Doesn't matter what Tavernier does. I think they've sort of uh, made their mind up about him. They don't like him as a defender. They don't like him as a captain. Uh, I, f- I keep defending the lad. I think that, yeah, he had a he had a spell there. He made a few mistakes. He got punished, highlighted. Rangers fans weren't happy. Totally understand that. But he's there week in, week out. Stephen Gerrard, who was a leader of men, obviously, knows what it takes to be a captain. It's him that gave him the captain's armband. You've got to trust his decision. Uh, whether they take him off the penalties or not, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's just a case of, you know, sometimes if you take the penalties and you miss a few, you say, yeah, I'll step aside here, give somebody else opportunity. Or you may just believe in your own ability to say, do you know what? Say the next one. I'm going to put it in the back of it. Yeah, I think he said after the last one, Alex, that, you know, he was fine and he was going to take them. And Stephen Gerrard said the same thing. Would you expect a similar response at full time or when Stephen Gerrard does his press conference? Yeah, it's difficult to say because we don't know what the conversation was the last time you're getting one more penalty, Gordon. So, you know, it may well be the case that they may well flip it. But I think the important thing to remember as well, Gordon, is that he actually won the penalty. You know, so he's winning penalties, he's contributing with assists, he's missed a penalty. So it's not a guy shying away and kind of crumbling into his shell. He's still contributing in some way. Uh, obviously, he would like to have scored the penalty, but... You know, the guy continuously bombs up and down this flank week in, week out. They're level points with Celtic. So um, it's down to Stephen Gerrard and the player uh, who makes the decision. Whether Stephen Gerrard says, right, I'm taking you off the penalties, just giving you a breather. Uh, and I, I, I'm one of the guys that always says, I like to see centre-forwards taking penalties uh, because I think they have that killer instinct as mm. well. So it may be what Defoe or Morelos. 
Uh, let's speak to Craig Who's also on the line As a Rangers fan Hi Craig Hi guys How are you doing um, I've got to say um, You know When my fellow Rangers fan there Was talking about the time At the end And that great But the officials that, that to me is Irrelevant Because Frankly You know Number one Today To be clear Was not A great performance From us We Got the job done That's about All I can really say Because to be honest with you I was Quite disappointed But Andrew Dallas Has had an absolute shocker Today I'm sorry But Liam Donnelly Shouldn't have been in the pack Because He wipes out the foe Which leads to the Tavernier free kick That he hit over Completely wipes him out He's not even playing the ball He just completely cleans him out That's a booking There's no doubt that's a booking He then Does a similar thing Further up the park Where he goes through the back of Stephen Davis And just wipes him out He gets booked for that that should be second booking and a red card. Now, Andrew Dallas sees the challenge in the foul. He sees that it's a foul and that it's a free kick. How he doesn't see what 50-odd thousand fans in that stadium can see, that it is clearly a booking, I don't know. Add that to the fact Rangers should have had two penalties today because Mugabe clearly handballs it. His hand isn't in a natural Position It prevents the ball From going through To Scott Arfield So that is A penalty The only two decisions He got right In the whole game Were the penalty That he did award To Rangers And the second hand ball That was A minor claim But was Mm. Correctly not given As a penalty Because The position of the boy's hands For me Weren't unnatural So that's fine The rest of the game No He just And Take nothing away From the performance Of Motherwell But Players from Motherwell are flying into challenge all, all over that park, and particularly Liam Donnelly and Liam Polworth. And Donnelly, like I say, has two challenges that should constitute him being sent off. Was, he, my... was he right to award Rangers goal, uh, Craig? I'm looking forward to hearing Stephen Robinson on that because I know there were certainly some question marks of whether Donnelly that you mentioned was fouled in, in the build-up or indeed whether it was offside. Well, so I think, personally, I don't think that there was a foul... On Donnelly in the build-up However What I would say And where I would agree To be To be fair To have a fair point of view I do actually think It was probably offside So I do in that respect Yes That's one that went for us But there was at least Two or three That went against us If that Other penalties awarded Like it should be Albeit I think Tav's made another Hash On the penalties And should probably You know He should probably change it up Just now um, And put somebody else on it But that other penalty comes it's a fair chance that's going to end up in the back of the net anyway. Um, and this is at a point in time in the game where actually it was still nil-nil. So at that point in the game, you know, Motherwell might not then go up and score the goal they did. Again, I'm not taking it in the way for their performance at all because they deserve all credit. I'm just saying, at that point in the game, it's nil-nil. And Andrew Dallas is standing right in front of it, just the same with the first card for Liam Donnelly and he doesn't give it I don't know if any of the guys well Alex was there let me put it to Alex we've not obviously had the chance to see it back Alex there's quite a few incidents there if you can just put your way through them yeah listen I think when you probably hear both managers uh, they will have a gripe with Andrew Dallas I thought he's general all round player I think from a Motherwell perspective he will think that the the four filled uh, Donnelly uh, leading up to the goal potentially offside there was times where uh, Gillespie had the ball. God, and this is from a Mirrorwell perspective, looking to get a counter-attack going, and he gives a free kick. Rangers, uh, adversely as well, were looking for the penalty. I thought the first one, his, his hands were in an unnatural position. He seemed to be really high, and there was a, a, a big claim for that. So there was uh, there was a, a time as well when Rangers had a counter-attack. It was the only time in the game that i seen Steven Gerrard uh, because he pulled it back. If he'd have waited a couple of seconds, Rangers had an overload, probably a 3v2, I think it was. So there was t- things throughout the game <coughs> that was really annoying both managers. Uh, and I don't think it was Andrew Dallas's best game for both teams. So, um, you know, uh, I think you'll hear from both camps uh, their displeasure at his performance today. Sounds like a normal referee's <laughs> day for me. Uh, he got some things wrong, got some things right. Uh, this is also the Andrew Dallas who awarded Rangers four penalties uh, in the game against St Mirren last season at Ibrox. Uh, so I don't necessarily think he has has it in for anybody. 
but it sounds like a, a a normal day for a referee. Something's good, something's bad. Yeah, we weren't there, Hugh, and we can't really comment on it. But it's a typical, you know, Craig was on there mentioning every single thing that went against Rangers, but wasn't going to mention what went for them in the positive side because it sounds like Defoe's goal maybe offside. Well, we don't know yet. And to no, be fair, when, when put to Craig, he held his hands up. Yeah, but Craig wasn't prepared to give that information out until it was put to him. That's what I'm saying. It's okay having a go at referees. I don't know. Alec was at the game. I'll need to watch it tonight. And then obviously, I'm the first to criticise Andrew. And I'll be on the You're end. not. You're the last. <laughs> I'll be on the phone to him. You're the last. I said, Gordon, I said at the time, I said, my instinct was that he was offside. But however, I'm 60 yeah, odd you yards need to away see from those that. Back. You know, yeah, absolutely. So I think obviously the television cameras will give us a bit. From a Murrowell perspective, he will feel. And it's in, when uh, there was a coming together with Defoe and he got the other side of the midfielder, he looked back to see if the referee was giving it and then he continued on. Uh, and then it bounced back to Davis. He got the shot off, and I was just thinking to myself, because it was a cutback, did the Motherwell backline push up, uh, resulting on him offside? But obviously, time will tell that. Mm. And listen, getting penalties guarantees you nothing because I can tell you, Man United have just missed their second Whoa, of the first half. It was Rashford again. It was Rashford on the first one, and Martial on the second. Tim Krul saved them both. Wow. Uh, in the first half So uh, so there we go uh, Hugh Evans is here Mark Wilson And Gordon Diel Alongside him Alex Ray is still with us At Ibrooks Taking your call So thank you very much to Craig For giving us his thoughts On the match If you want to do so 0141 951 1025 You can tweet at Clyde SSB uh, And let's hear again From you Aberdeen And Celtic fans Aberdeen fans Just how disappointing was that Where does this leave Derek McInnes and Celtic fans, how good an away performance was that one? After some of the criticism you've had on the road, give us a call, send us a tweet. Hopefully, we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard and Stephen Robinson next. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Alex Razor, Ibrooks, Hugh Keevens, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Dale are much warmer here in the studio waiting to take your calls. So get in touch, let us know what you made of either of today's big games. It started in quite some fashion a 4 0 win for Celtic uh, at Pataudry. We're also looking back on Rangers' 2 1 win against Motherwell. We're going to hear from Stephen Robinson uh, and Stephen Gerrard. Let's remind ourselves of what Neil Lennon had to say. That better not be the new Nokia. That's <laughs> what I just helped interfering <laughs> with my headset. How Honestly. Dare you, how dare you? I'm surprised you've learned how to turn it on Since I had to show you the other day Uh, Let's remind ourselves of what Neil Lennon made of it A 4-0 win for Celtic at Pataudry He was happy, as you would expect It's just outstanding Outstanding football Outstanding control of the game against a very good side And we were magnificent You know, to come in at 4-0 You can't ask any more really I thought we could have had a few more second half But we had good control of the game So the mentality of the team was was brilliant today And their their fitness levels was shining through But the overall riding emotion is one of immense pride in that performance And the players should take an enormous amount of pride in that as well I love the Forest goal Mind you, Edwards was a bit special and all Special goal from a special player Individual brilliance, but the you know the third and fourth goals the way we've to be fair even Jeremy's goal the way we worked it and the combination plays around the box against the team here difficult to break down was sensational. We were red hot today, absolutely red hot. It's been a brilliant week. You know, it's ten goals in the league and a fantastic win against Lazio. Mentally and physically, it was could have been draining for them. So they've recovered brilliantly and then gone out and played some outstanding collective team football. A lot of teams would have struggled with us today with the the, the mood that the players are in. We sent them out to start the game well, that was important. And obviously it's a brilliant individual goal. And then you could just see the the confidence and the class season out of all of them really. I thought there's so many good individual performances. You know, Ayer, I thought Rodjick, the longer the game went on, was just brilliant to watch. And then you've got a front four who can hurt any teams really. So it's a it's a it's a great place we're in at the minute. We're not getting carried away. We know we've got a, another big week coming up, but um that's the end of a fantastic week for the, the players in the club. Following on from what Neil Lennon said there, you can sum up all of today in six words. Rangers won ugly, Celtic won pretty. That was definitely six. Well done. I, I had to count them just to make sure. Alan Alan and Rosyth, how would you sum up today then for Celtic? Gordon, I thought Celtic were scintillating today for, for, for the first 25 30 minutes and basically that's what they needed to be good obviously because of the, the exploits on Thursday night uh, 
responded up for what the panel thought. That's that, that's probably the, the best thirty minutes of football I've seen all season. Yeah, yeah, of course, I agreed. I think it was so important to start well because you, you know, in these games coming off the back of Europe, you don't start well. You get into a bit of a battle. It's difficult to then lift things. You know, you you start getting a wee bit leggy in the second half, and to ask players then to up your performance levels is very very difficult. So I think Neil Lennon would have been. Quite firm in that And his team talk Saying we we need to get right at this team Straight from the off And they did I mean 10, ten and a half minutes in They're one up And they were cruising after that So um, The the start was all important today That's for sure I, I, I'm not just with the first 30 minutes I know the game's won at half time I thought Celtic were excellent for 90 minutes plus today mm. I really did I know they didn't score the goals in the second half And the pace of the game went down a little bit They still controlled it they still looked very comfortable They used their subs I just thought it was a perfect mm. day for Celtic You know Celtic finish at 10 o'clock on Thursday night And they finish on an absolute high And the place is buzzing As I understand it They were given Friday off I don't know what would happen on Saturday Mark They'd go to Lennox Town presumably I don't know how Celtic travel to Aberdeen these days Do they fly? Or no no they, I think they'd, bus, they'd yeah. go up and They'd certainly stay the night before Yeah, yeah right So they would Saturday I don't know what they would do at Lennox Town then they've gone up by bus to Aberdeen, a night sleep in the hotel. To come out and deliver in the manner in which they delivered today the after that was stunning because you thought that Aberdeen, after their 3 0 win at Motherwell, would offer far more resistance than they did, but they didn't even get a chance to measure mm. their resistance level. Celtic had them battered and bamboozled uh, with. Half a game left to play Alan are you able to To pick One player out After a performance like that Was there anyone that stood out Above the rest They, they, were, they were all good But the spine of the team's getting better now With the introduction of the goalkeeper The centre half really in, Who obviously went off at half time I hope it's not too bad a knock Scott Brown's still magnificent No, no matter what age he is I, I mean I believe he, You could get Three four years out of Brown uh, instead of the two that everybody's predicting And then you've obviously got a guy up front That I really, really hope we hold on to in January yeah. uh, You know, he's, he's, Edward's just magnificent So the spine of the team's real good at the moment I think I uh, think I'm, everybody I'm, I'm, I'm says that, Alan, sorry I think everybody says that about building a team Build it right through the spine Alan's right, uh, Celtic have got a very strong, experienced team I thought today, guys like Frimpong, the the young guy, come on, I thought he was brilliant. I thought a big mention's got to go to a player I really like, Tom Rogic. And I think a lot of people have written him off. Celtic fans have thought, Christie's in there, number one, plays in that number 10 position. Forget about Tom Rogic. It shows you what he's still got to offer. He has still got a lot to offer Celtic for me. What do you think, Callum? Yeah, I, 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 Gordon's bang on And Tom, Tom Rogic's been a great servant i seen that at the, at the start of the season There was a lot of people saying Sell Tom Rogic When the Zenit were apparently in for him etc I just think Rogic's a magnificent player Maybe uh, maybe the competition for players Will make it even better for Tom Rogic Because he knows he has to up his performance To get a game The only downside If there was a downside Is a uh, I'm still not 100% sure about the fullback, the, the, the left back gives the ball away an awful lot. And, and what's the situation with, with, with Greg Taylor? Well, uh, Neil Lennon's been speaking about Greg Taylor, um, and he said that he recently had a conversation with him because people like yourself, Fallon, are wondering well, a £2 million fullback, we haven't seen hide or hair of him. Uh, so he's had a word and he's assured them that his time will come. But for whatever reason, uh, that time is not here yet. Uh, I just wonder maybe St Mirren wedding tonight at Celtic Park. Uh, might that be the opportunity to blood Greg Taylor? Because like you, uh, it's a mystery to mm. me why he's, he's not even making the bench. I'm curious to, as to what makes you not sure about ball and golly after today, Alan. What, what was it? I don't remember him doing much wrong today. What was it that makes you say that? I'd go up and it's just simply down to giving the ball away. I, I just don't think he looks confident enough. I, I think that he's getting carried just now by a lot of very, very good teammates. I, I, I've got to be honest. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he blossoms into uh, a fantastic fullback. But I, I'm, I'm just, 
I've got my worries about him Don't agree with that, I'm sorry I think he's getting better He had a sort of a shaky start to his Celtic career And I think the boy's getting better and better and better to be fair um, I didn't look up him today and think Do you know what, he's not had a great game I thought he, he was as good as anybody else in the pitch I thought he'd done his job um, So... No, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I can't. Everybody looks at the game different. Everybody's got their favourites and guys that they're thinking. Oh, well, he's not as good as the other players at full back or whatever it may be. I think Bolingoli just now is playing some good stuff and deserves to be in the team. Here's what Derek McInnes made of it. Thought we were awful. Um, thought we uh, after losing the first goal, uh, we lacked personality and determination. It almost felt every time the ball in our box first half, it was uh, ended up in a goal. For Celtic, I thought um, for up until the first goal there was at least a bit of um, looks as if we knew what we were doing. Try to put a press on, um, got out of the pitch. It was we knew Celtic would have that rotation and find the spare man through their centre halves and midfield. Thought um, I felt for Greg and Zach in there because as good as they were last week, it's when you're up against three international players in there as good players at Celtic have got in there. It was a bit more difficult for them to kind of play, um, get to grips with that midfield, but. That wasn't really the biggest issue for me. The biggest issue was a lack of tackles, lack of contact, lack of determination. The first goal in particular is is, is awful, awful. For how Edward can just come off, receive a throw in, and almost amble his way through. Um, amble's probably the wrong word because it's it's good play for them, but um, the lack of challenge and lack of and determination to stop that happen. Um, uh, was uh, particularly poor for me and it didn't get much better defensively and we think we lost confidence from there on in we looked like a team who um, stood back and admired Celtic's good play and for me we can still lose to Celtic when Celtic are at their best we can still lose that game um, but I don't expect us to lose the types of goals we lost today because I expect us to uh, to let Celtic know we're there um, a bit more than we actually did how does a day like today reflect on Derek McInnes, Gordon? Um, I think it puts him under a little bit of pressure with another section of the Aberdeen fans. Um, you know, he can say there, he can pick holes in his Aberdeen team, which is quite rightly to do because he's saying he's disappointed with the the goals and, you know, the way that it was too easy for Celtic. But I think you've got to give all the credit to Celtic. I thought their movement was too good for Aberdeen. Derek McInnes, um, he's got a bit of work to do. Uh, new training ground, everything happening up there, big things happening for Aberdeen. So they demand the best. But the be- be- best thing for Derek is he's got a good relationship with the board. I don't think he's mm. got to get the sack any time, but I think he's got to really look at that performance, look at some of his players, and Aberdeen need to start picking up, Gordon. They've had a poor start mm. to the season. That relationship might well be good for Derek. Uh, maybe not good for some of the fans, though, Hugh, who are unhappy at the current situation. Yeah, they, they are 10 points behind Celtic and Rangers now. Everyone looks at Aberdeen as the third force. Uh, the third force are trailing by 10 points. And as I say, if you, if you take it on an average basis, they'll end up 38 points behind Celtic and Rangers at the end of the season. Therefore, Aberdeen, you know, Neil Lennon spoke about Celtic being in a good place. Aberdeen are in a mediocre place. And it's just, they had a good crowd today. Given that the game was live on television, given that it's a 12.15 kickoff on a Sunday, given the horrible weather, however, the crowd right now are better than the team. Uh, the number you need to get in touch tonight is 0141-951-1025. If you would rather tweet, uh, then you can do so at Clyde SSB. Brian is a Rangers fan on the line. Uh, what did you make of today's football, Brian? Well, I watched the Aberdeen Celtic game. Uh, I know a lot of my fellow fans, you know, wouldn't bother watching it. Uh, I was the same as anybody else. I thought Celtic would probably win the game today, but I thought it would be close. I was absolutely shocked at how poor Aberdeen, you know, the so-called third-best team in the country were. Uh, They were so passive, you know. When you're facing Celtic, if you look at Livingston a few weeks ago, Livingston got Celtic's faces. Yeah, there was no years and graces. They were going to play a really physical, you know, game and see how Celtic would like that. And today, my God, my God, I've got a second point. 
uh, if you can let yeah, me. On, on you go with you know, it. With your Rangers that point, here. that's fine. On you go. Yeah, my, my Rangers point is uh, I don't go. I don't go to see Rangers now. You know, it's a, a, a family situation. If you've got time, some other time, I know you've not got much time. I, I would tell you why that is, right? Uh, but I was reading Facebook, and once again, uh, Rangers are going to win three, four, five, nothing. Rangers fans are going to realise that we've not arrived at that situation yet, and it's winning that's the most important thing. And I, I was so glad we won today. And to be honest. A lot of the games we lost last season. Yeah, so a lot of points we, we dropped last season. We dropped uh, points against Hibs at Ibrox twice. We dropped points against Kilmarnock at Ibrox twice. We even dropped points against St Johnston later on in the season. They really, really contributed mm. to us finishing nine points behind Celtic. Let me put that to Alex Ray, Brian. It's an interesting one. It's... One of those cliches, Alex, but I'll just go for it anyway. Why not? Is that a game Rangers might not have won last season? Without a doubt, Gordon. I think I think the key thing for me was the character they shown. Uh, because it wasn't a vintage performance by any stretch of imagination. Uh, they dug it out, they huffed and puffed. And Halanda wanted that cross more so than, more so than anyone else in the park. Uh, and he gets a glance around to the far post. So uh, uh, the key thing is character. It's, you're not going to beat everybody comprehensively every week and it's about getting the three points ultimately you know Rangers get plenty of credit about the performance the other night the performance wasn't great by any stretch today but the three points are as important as the 5-0 a couple of weeks ago because what it does is it keeps them level points with Celtic and it keeps them going in the right track and momentum is everything um, such has been the dominance that both Rangers and Celtic have shown at home this season that would be just making sure I've got this right. That that's that's the closest either have come to not winning at home. Yeah, is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Um, just to go back to Brian's point about how bad Aberdeen were. Yeah, absolutely. Not a kindly word able to be said about them. They were shocking. But you know, you can as a Ranger supporter, you can say expected more of them. I would just like to remind you, Rangers beat them five nothing. Yeah, Alex, what 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 would you put it down to that Rangers weren't at their best today? How much credit does go to Motherwell? How much was Thursday night a factor? Um, you never really uh, can tell, can you? No, you can't, Gordon. But I have to say, the way that Motherwell set up, it was very impressive because he, he's, he's got a game plan, Stephen Robinson. He spoke about it at the top of the programme and he says, judge me at five o'clock. Motherwell got it right today. They pressed really high up. Uh, you put a lot of pressure on the ball. Uh, Rangers didn't get that fluency that they, they normally have here. Uh, and it worked to treat, you know, uh, th- th- there's lots of ways to play against Rangers at Ibrox. You, you can sit back, low block, plenty of bodies behind the ball. Motherwell didn't do that today. Uh, I know they tried to slow the play up, but they're entitled to do that. They're, they're not here to impress anybody in terms of trying to play a, a kind of speedy game. Uh, it worked for times. They got the goal out of nothing. It was just a long ball. Uh, Defante Cole's finish was absolutely magnificent because he's, he's facing away from the goal and managed to swivel and get enough pace on it to beat McGregor. Uh, and, and you have to give them credit as well. You know, um, there's players who you're in there the day and you're expecting a little bit more. Uh, I thought Aribo didn't particularly show a great deal. You know, you look at Stewart, we, we touched out on the top of the programme, didn't have a great deal. Arfield didn't really have any. Stephen Davis was the driving force in the middle of the park. The two fullbacks get forward and Golson and Helander did okay, Gordon. Uh, but in the main, you know, you could look about this and, you know, yeah. give the pros and cons, but they are, they, for me, it's all about three points. Yeah. It does kind of feel like nitpicking when Rangers have the same amount of points in, in the league as Celtic and they're doing very well in Europe. So I appreciate it does seem like nitpicking, but just because you mentioned them, guys like Aribo, uh, maybe Ojo who come on it, there's still clearly room for improvement there. Oh, without a doubt, Gordon. Without a doubt, you know, you, it, it was an opportunity. You know, Scotty Arfield's been out uh, of late. He didn't have a great deal to do today. He kind of kept it neat and tidy. But uh, you know, if you take the, the, the form that uh, Scotty Arfield was in the tail end of last season, he was absolutely magnificent. So you know, uh, Aribo, you know, he's got plenty of plaudits earlier on. You know, he's he's playing little five and six yard passes. But for me, I'd like to see these guys driving forward more because when Defoe's coming to the ball, you need to get runners, at least one runner from the middle of the park, trying to get beyond. Uh, because what it does is it just stretches the whole game. Uh, and I never seen it enough today. And then obviously we, we touched on Stewart, not not great. Brandon Barker, you know, was quite bright. 
right uh, in the first half, we give and goes and so forth. But um, but you, the one guy you can put your hat on in terms of making a contribution is Defoe. His he, he's return's absolutely remarkable when you consider. And his appetite, because he was up against three giants today. And, and it wasn't an easy shift because some of the deliveries, the balls up to him were, you know, round about his neck and he had to fight for every scrap. Uh, Brian, thank you very much for the call. It's 01419511025 to get involved. We are hopefully going to hear from Stephen Gerrard uh, and Stephen Robinson. Hopefully. We'll hear from them next. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevens is here. Uh, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL alongside him. Alex Ray, are you freezing there at Ibrooks? No, not at all, boys. I've just took a layer off. No, right, okay. <laughs> no, no, I've sat there many times. You're freezing, mate. Let me tell you. <laughs> Don't worry, you're nearly there. We are ah, nearly there. Right. Still time uh, for more calls. Stephen Gerrard's media conference has finished. It has been sent over, so you're definitely going to hear from him. Uh, let's squeeze in Brian and Moss Park first. Hi, Brian. Hi, uh, hi, lads. I'm just uh, last call. I was alluding to um, uh, sort of Aberdeen lying down for Celtic. I think they've done the same with Rangers a few weeks ago, but I think the UK even quickly pointed out but I think today I think with a thoroughly professional performance it wasn't Thursday as well but granted I don't think Lazio were maybe as up to it as we were but I just think it was an absolute class performance today just the way we totally dominated the game you were the second half it was finished and there's no question of getting more goals I just thought so it was good to see Rodgers back as well yeah thoughts on that? I don't think for a minute that Rangers uh, caught Aberdeen on a day when they Laid down to them And I certainly don't think Aberdeen laid down to Celtic today Tongue in cheek mate Tongue yeah, in cheek uh, But uh, Celtic just Swamped Aberdeen They battered them They bewildered them They bemused them They were all over them uh, And the only Nitpicking I know The only thing you could say is Having scored four in the first half they should have been good for another couple in the second half But the intensity wasn't quite there As it had been in the first 45 minutes But all of that for me adds up to Celtic are in a very good place uh, Aberdeen are in a very mediocre place um, And let's rewind eight days Brian, if we had given you given you these sequence of results From the last eight days You would have absolutely taken the hand off, wouldn't you? Exactly. Even even the Rangers' performance against Port as well. I mean, that was a great performance as well. I, I, I genuinely want a resurgent Rangers. I want to, I want to see a challenge. I want to them to be there to give us a, give us a test. It's like too easy when it's when Rangers were sort of in the doldrums. And also a point you made earlier as well. I was actually just watching the Josh Taylor fight. What a fight! It's what a performance. I think that was, he had some man. I think he's going to go into bigger and better things. But well, he's world to, that as well. Yeah, he's unified the belts. He's a world champion, uh, and he is some fighter. And uh, that was bravery last night, as well as uh, being a good boxer. The bravery was incredible, and he will go on and become a big Scottish personality. Uh, everyone will know his name and know it pretty soon as well. But. Uh, yeah, wonderful for him. Uh, Aberdeen could have done with a bit of Josh Taylor in them today, but they had no fight whatsoever. Uh, and Celtic had everything, and that's why it finished the way it did. Might take a few months for that eye swelling to go down. Oh, I don't know if you've seen it this morning. It's quite Terrible. something. Uh, Brian, thank you very much for your thoughts. These are the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard after the 2 1 win against Motherwell. Well, we certainly weren't at our best, that's for sure. It's been a crazy week, really. I think, obviously, on, on Thursday night, we probably put in our best performance as a group, I'd say collectively and we at a level that I was very proud of and praised the players because they were exceptional across the board. Today we weren't at our best. I think we've done ever so well to find a way out to win but I must pay credit and respect to Motherwell. I thought they were outstanding. A lot of pace up front, a lot of direct running. Players who do the basics very well, second balls, a lot of hard running and I thought Motherwell were very good. I think outside the Celtic they're the best team that have come here. I think winning ugly is probably the best way to describe it. We, we 100% win at our best. First half we were I was disappointed with us. Fantastic goal from Jermaine again. I thought he'd done really well today. It's a great finish. Typical default. Looking for to smell a chance out. The penalty miss was big again. But first half, we, we weren't at it. There was a big improvement. I thought second half, big improvement. But over the course of the game, we, we weren't at our best, that's for sure. So yeah, winning ugly is definitely the case today. We've got away with one. Another penalty miss from James last year. Would you consider taking him off penalty duty? I'll consider it. I'll, I'll consider it. I don't think I have to make that decision right now um, but it's certainly be something on my mind um, in the next 24-48 hours I don't think you can doubt 
James's character. I think he he knows in the last couple of weeks he's in the final line. I'd like the crowd to help him more. Sometimes when it's tough and you're not at your best, you need your crowd to be with you rather than against you. So I plea for the crowd to stay with him because he'll play through it and he can change games like he did for us today. I mean, it's an excellent delivery for Phil's goal. It's a fantastic header, but James needs his people now. Well, well, there's a few interesting things there from Stephen Gerrard. Wonderful compliment to Motherwell. Best team since Celtic to go to Ibrooks, says uh, Stephen Gerrard. And now that he has issued that public plea to the crowd to get behind Tavernier, I expect that is what will happen. And I think at this particular time, you should take him out of the firing line where penalties are concerned. Heaven knows you get plenty of players on the park who can stick the ball in the net, Defoe, Morelos being choices one and two. Uh, so Stephen Gerrard, typically very honest, Rangers not at their best, did win ugly, he said. Uh, there you are, Alex. Confirmation from Stephen Gerrard that he will consider um, James Tavernier's future as the penalty taker. Yeah, we, we said that was always going to be the case, and I think it's the right response as well. He's not done anything knee jerk, but when you listen to his comments there, Gordon, exactly echoed what I said. He says they weren't at their best. Credit to Motherwell. I said that during my post match as well. They weren't that uh, they won ugly, but they showed character. I mentioned that the James Tavernier, you know, even though he's not going through the best of times, he still managed to put in a delivery, and he's he's put a public cry out for the for the fans to back him because the, he has shown character. You know, he's obviously going through a difficult time at the moment, and uh, you know the, when you see the delivery tonight, it was a lovely whipped in ball, and it was just glided on by uh, Hillander. So fair comments, uh, I think, from Stephen Gerrard, and very honest as always. Uh, the, 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 journalism's changed from, from when you started You don't need oh, me yeah. to tell you that uh, Just as Alex was speaking um, An article popped up online um, From a very popular newspaper uh, Which says Ex-Rangers ace Alex Ray Has called for a change of penalty taker <laughs> After James Tavernier <laughs> missed from this spot So there we go Your th- your, your, your quotes are being taken seriously On the show Alex So you I'm better tread carefully that. Yeah well listen they, they obviously know That we've got a good opinion At the top team <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Something like that uh, Brian's also a Rangers fan on the line You've just listened there To, to Stephen Gerrard Brian How does his Assessment Match up with yours Aye You've got to win ugly At times Definitely You've got to dig in And grind a result Because that's The sign of a true team uh, But The fact of the matter I think Frank with Rangers And When they're in the place Of the day Is the chopping change In the players You can't make, expect To make four or five changes In a, in a From a midweek game uh, and expect the the, the the consistency that they've been showed in recent games, but I still think it's, it's changing too many players at one, at one time. Celtic don't change too much; they change maybe one or two players, but they consistently play more or less for the same team every week, more or less. But as I say, Rangers, I think that's the only downfall I see is, is changing his team far too often. Having said that, though, Brian, I mean you're right. Rangers do tend to change more than Celtic after European games, but. The level and points. So who's right and who's wrong? Well, I'm not. I'm not disputing the fact that level and points. It's, it's, it's great to have that, but I uh, see so you still need a wee bit. Of, I mean, a good team plays consistently. Where everybody knows where they're supposed to be. You don't need to look for a pass. That player's in the position for the pass. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad. To, I'm glad we won the uh, win the day definitely for the title. But as I say, we just. I'd like to see them sticking with maybe a set of centre backs. And a, maybe a certain midfielder Even Morelos He's got to play up front He's he's by far our best striker So Foz mm. Better come off the bench I think Difficult one Alex Because I mean yes. yeah, I know Brian won't be alone But the Foz scores today and, and it was this So you know You're sort of vindicated In that choice I think it was the same Centre backs who played uh, During the week So it's always going to be tough it's, it's going to be interesting To see what both sides do To try and balance this out As the Europa League continues yeah, you made a very good point there, Gordon, in terms of, uh, I think with Neil Lennon on talking about, he's done uh, some background search yesterday in terms of how many subs you use after a European night. They, they were using the one. Rangers have obviously used more, but they, they have the you know the same amount of points. Uh, and it always splits opinion. You know, if it had been uh, a draw here today, then everybody would have been screaming for the rooftops. Morelos has got to play. But when you look at Defoe's stats, Gordon, they're phenomenal. 13 goals and 16 appearances. Now, that's some going at any level. So, I think that's a luxury mm. they've got. And then, going back to Brian's point, the two centre-halves were uh, the same as they were the other night. The whole back four was the same the other night, though. There was obviously a few changes in the middle of the park and a couple of wingers and the strikers. So, 
I think I think if you uh, you can come on and criticise and or, or put an opinion across in terms of it's not working, but the fact is they've won the game today, so I think that vindicates Stephen Gerrard's decision. Let's hear from Stephen Robinson. We deserved at least a point. You know, we came here with a game plan. We set up really well. Whichever system we went, we went three five two. Then we changed to four three three, and I, I thought we caused Rangers a lot of problems. Um, I have to give credit to the players. They implemented exactly what we tried to do. We showed a lot of quality. You know, we have no right to come here and, and play with that that kind of quality, and we did. I think it shows what strides we've made and how far the player is coming. The, the frustration for me is we could beat by a set play. A brilliant delivery. I have to, I have to give credit. Uh, Tavernier's deliveries are excellent, but we get beat by a set play and. A very, very dubious decision for the first goal. You know, they come together, and if they come together and he falls over and it's it's accidental, it doesn't matter. It's a foul. You know, it leads to the first goal, which we get at half time and, and perhaps a little bit different. But sometimes these things go against you. Ninety-three minute performance. I mean, I thought Rangers were hanging on in the end. Yeah, they had us in the counter. Listen, if it, top side, you don't go to Porto and, and draw with Porto. They're a quality side. Stephen's done an amazing job here. Uh, excellent side. And for us to be creating chances and them to be, you know, on the back foot and. You know, everyone getting a little bit frustrated. Shows how far we've come. I'm really proud of the players, but I'm really disappointed that we've lost a set play and um, a decision that probably needs looked at again. Well, Hugh, we'll need to see those incidents back. But yeah. if Stephen Robinson, if Stephen Gerrard describes Motherwell as outstanding and the best team to come to Ibrox since Celtic, then Stephen Robinson's probably vindicated in in his praise for for his team as well. Yeah, it's even Stephen. Uh, they've both got it right. Um, I didn't think that Motherwell would come with that type of game plan But they have shown far more optimism and sense of adventure uh, And as Stephen Robinson said Rangers were apparently holding on uh, For their three points So, you know, it's been a good day for Motherwell Without getting anything out of it If they are called the best side since Celtic To go to Ibrox this season Then that's a, a fairly hefty compliment from Mother- Stephen Gerrard Motherwell don't get anything out of the game, Mark But can you... Can you somehow look at that as a positive in the sense that will that still feel like Steve, to Stephen Robinson like they've bounced back from the three 0 yeah, defeat yeah. to Aberdeen? I think so. I think you could tell, uh, you know, in his voice there that he was he was pretty pleased with how his players performed, albeit not getting anything out of the game. But it's, it just breeds confidence, you know. It gets the it gets the spirits back up, and uh, I'm sure come midweek. Uh, you know they'll be they'll be full of confidence again going into their next fixture. Brian and Hurlford, thank you very much. That's the final call of tonight. What a day it's been! Six hours have gone like that, Hugh Evans, because the football's been great. There's been drama, controversy, as always, some good play, some bad play, and a bit in between. What did you make of it all? Six is the number. Six hours we've been on. Six goals Celtic and Rangers shared. Six words sum up the day. Rangers won ugly. Celtic won pretty. On to midweek This could turn into a goal scoring contest Because the league is now Celtic on top by three goals They scored four today Could have been more They'll be going for goals against St Mirren As will Rangers at Dingwall Yeah we've got a midweek fixture card as well Should be an absolute cracker Thank you to Hugh, to Mark, to Gordon, Alex and Jim And everybody else who played a part in tonight's show Uh, The biggest thanks as always goes to you though Thank you for listening Thanks for your calls and tweets We can do it all over again tomorrow Six o'clock is the time Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray will be here But in the meantime stay where you are Because the UK Chart Show is up next